Welcome to Everything's Not Fine. I'm Kelly Budnick. And I'm Nicole Allen. You know, we're two friends that have done a lot of life together. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes it can feel really lonely. Especially in this era of filtered pics and curated highlight reels. So we're here to remind you that you're not alone. Life can be messy and crazy and great all at the same time. We're so glad you're here to join us in our unfiltered and no BS real talk because everything's not fine. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Happy New Year. I was just going to say the same. Happy New Year. It's a whole new year, 2022. The future is before us. That's crazy. It is nuts. Um, I was remembering in um, 2000 when you could say happy new century, like how cool it was to say happy new century. Oh, totally. But do you remember with 2000, it was like, are the lights going to be on? Like that was, it was all the Y2K stuff. And so I remember because we were at a thing together and you know, the countdown. And then I just remember kind of holding my breath, like who's going to be right. Are the lights going to go off or, you know, (laughs) so funny how, and then it was kind of, um, well, for me, like I love a good existential crisis. So it was kind of like, oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a little bit of excitement about anything. <laughs> yeah, it was just quite the like, rrr, rrr, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I'm like that about a lot of things like. Well, I mean, obviously it's good that we are not living through Armageddon, but man, that would have been exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've been watching this show called Station Eleven on on HBO, and it's very much pandemic-y. And like where, you know, everything kind of shuts down. And um, literally Aaron and I are like, okay, well. There's benefits. I mean, we've kind of, some of this felt a little familiar yeah. and it went to the extreme of what I, you know, God forbid kind of a thing. Yeah. But um, we were like, well, we have house. That's good. We have <laughs> camping supplies. Also good. <laughs> Check the boxes of things that yes. you're thinking. All of these like apocalyptic kind of things. <laughs> like it definitely triggers all of those kinds of things. Okay, we could do it. We could make it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, so funny. But it's entertaining. It's a good show. Okay. I'm it's it's definitely on my to check out list. So yeah. oh how was your holiday season? It was good. It uh, kind of a blur, right? Like yes. we haven't really even hardly spoken. It was like texts here and there, but like it just was one thing to another. So it was just sort of this crazy blur. Yeah. Um, but I did get all my chickadees under the, under my roof on Aww. Christmas Eve, yeah. including Taya, which was so, so special. Yes. So that was really fun. We got to do Christmas Eve with my, um, the Allen side mm-hmm. and that was great. And then we came home and yeah, they all spent the night. We got to wake up and, 
just felt so cozy and it really it was amazing how like fulfilled I felt just in that like that was such a yes I'm such a nerd old lady but it really did feel great I love it I'm a little bit under the weather so I'm going to apologize now for excessive throat clearing and such I will try to mute myself whenever (laughs) I'm probably just you know hosting the Omicron excitement here in my life whatever anyway sorry yes no how about you what did you guys how was your Christmas and ours was good too it was also very weird and also a blur um Yeah, it was a very weird Christmas for some reason. Like, yeah, so Elle was home. She came home uh, the first part of December. And um, the plan was that she was going to go to Mexico after Christmas, but her freaking passport fell through. And so she didn't get to go. It was devastating. But it was wonderful. We got to have her home all month. Um but she was working like feverishly and gone all the time, just working so hard. It was so cute and sweet. Um, And we were so proud of her work ethic, but it made everything weird. Like usually it's such a like slow pace of life around here in December. And we do our fun traditions and like, and it was none of that. And yeah, she was like there, but not there. Yes. Yeah. And it's a hard one with the young adult thing. Oh my God, I'm over it. Like yeah. I just, I, I, not for her sake because no. we are not there yet, but I would like to just skip forward to the grandkid stage of life. <laughs> so like it can be some normalcy again. Yeah. But we are also definitely not doing that. Like, <laughs> God help. I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. I know. But for the normalcy stage of life. Yes. I'm excited for when and if with this child, it ever kind of slows a little bit to be more normal around this time of year. But I think I really just had to come to a place of acceptance that it's never going to be what it was again. It's never going to shift. Yeah. It's true. I had a little bit of that too. The seasons thing, like we do a new year's party and we did this year and it was great. And you guys have been there some years and some not obviously, um, just because of distance, but same, I had this very like, well, hold it open-handed because there's so many things that we're seeing right now that feel very, I feel very aware that it's a season and to just in, enjoy if it's a good season to enjoy it (laughs) and and really kind of go it just doesn't last you know at some points those things shift and the hope is that other good things take its place but you know it's weird it's a weird time in our lives I think that that feels sort of ever present with so in so many areas. Yes. For us, um, one of the things I have not shared, Kel obviously knows, but I've not shared on the podcast, um, is that a very close couple of ours, like in our family, uh, is actually separating. And and um, it's not Aaron and I. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it has been deeply 
uh, difficult, deeply, Mm -hmm. deeply affected everyone in our family. And so this season came, you know, it was sort of one of those couples that you just would never have imagined. And so it was sort of like saying, if you went back 10 years ago, that you were going to grow a hand out of your ass or something, you know, like, what are you talking about? Like, it was just that level of like, what? Um, and it's not mine to share, so I'm not going to go into who or, or big details, except that I did want to still be authentic because I started feeling like this is such a major thing in our lives that I've not felt able to share, um, until now and even then it's still limited but I do I want to share about it at least my own part of that because what it created was this super bittersweet moments throughout all of our holidays where it's great we're together but we're also we just kept revisiting this conversation where we realized that we also had to like make room at the table, the metaphorical table yeah. for grief. Yeah. And that we would just have these waves of like joy and then just sorrow and, mm. and, and sometimes both at the same time, like it's so good to be together. We have each other. And yet it's just this loss this sense of what, what used to be is forever changed. And it's so there's not like not even words for it. And and I just, I guess I wanted to share that for uh, the sake of authenticity, but also just, I think so many of us can relate to that. Yeah. Whatever that loss is, whatever Mm -hmm. the details are that the holidays can bring this. Yes. And it's yes. It's so it, it can be so great, but it also can trigger. Yes. It can be so great, but also, there's a sadness that can come along with it, whether it's this isn't the the family dynamic that you deserve, yeah. you know, or this isn't the whatever that you've built for, or just just plain loss, you know, yeah. things that came out of nowhere, and it's just sad. Yeah, and it. So it, it just, we just could not escape it. And every time Aaron would say, I just, he's so cute. His little nine self, he'd say, I just, I feel off. I feel like something's wrong with me because we'll be in this great moment. And I just feel like I'm not fully there or like I can't quite whatever. And I just looked at him and I said, babe, that's grief. That's, that's both. And there's nothing wrong with you. That is real. And at the same time, be, to be able to say it won't always be like that yeah. is, is helpful. Yeah. Like it's not always going to be like this. It's not always going to feel this, this sad or this yeah. whatever, like, you know, like a weird. Fresh. Yeah. So fresh. Thank you. But that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you either. Yeah. It's just, it's just what it is. And it will be that way until it isn't. Yeah. And which just sucks, you know, cause I really like, uh, like you will feel like this for this period of time <laughs> yes. and then you will feel differently. Yes. <laughs> but, um, 
I don't know. I just wanted to share that. Uh, because again, I, I just have felt like there's been almost this level of inauthentic to a certain extent, the farther it goes to not share that and what's been happening because that's been so ever present, um, sure. within everything of, of um, what's happening in our lives. So yeah. if you can relate to that, I see you, yes. I feel you, yes. you know, and there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. And this too shall pass. <laughs> and that feels really trite, but truly like knowing it won't always feel this level of, yeah. of yeah. hard, you know? Um, but you're not alone in that. Yeah. Me too. The Allens, it's, it's been a mixed bag for this holiday season. Some yeah. really beautiful things and just some really hard, not yeah. fair, sad, deeply sad. Yeah. Um, I think that, <clears throat> I mean, obviously your situation and losing a family member, you know, and that being really fresh are the, the obvious deeply hurting, you know, wounding times, um, that are so fresh during the holiday season. Um, but there's a whole myriad of other things that also bring that feeling of grief, you know, and it's, those are the obvious things and obviously the most, um, effective, but, you know, having adult children or, you know, the stage that I am in with, with things changing or, um, being in the in-between years where your children don't have the magic anymore, but they're, (laughs) they're, um, you know, a little older and a little more, selfish and uh-huh. <laughs> you know Honestly, so just sort of self-involved yes and, like and that's a phase it yes. really is it's, those I remember those being very hard years for me of like um fuck you <laughs> yes um I would like you to go back to that cute little person sitting on Santa's lap those were the good years whatever you know or yes. even the good changes the potential good things like the holiday season magnifies yeah, all sorts of things. And um, as beautiful and wonderful as it is, I don't think there are many people who make it out of the whole holiday season without at least having a couple of days of, ugh, whether it's just being flat worn down by creating the magic 24 seven or whatever it is. And please not to downplay your situation, but um, I think all of us have had at least a couple of days of just feeling out of sorts in, in this time. And it is incredibly normal to do so. And um, there's nothing wrong with us. (laughs) That's the case. Like, um, I, I just kept telling myself over and over again, be kind to yourself, be compassionate, be kind to yourself. <laughs> like it was almost my mantra daily of like, it's okay that you're not perfect in this season. It's okay yes. that life isn't perfect here. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And some days that was just what got me through. And that seems like, 
so silly um, to have such this perfect life that we have right now. And, you know, I could not complain about one single thing, but still there are those feelings and the expectations. And I think all of us at some point go through those times and just adding on to what you said, that is okay. It's a season. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I found myself just trying to look for the small moments. Yes. Which was a blessing, like honestly, and that again, it feels so trite, but truly I was in the ability to, to look for and take in and not need it to be bigger than it was. Yeah. Um, but to be able to also see it and acknowledge it felt like such a good, healthy moment, like this moment right here, right now. Yeah. It's just, ah, oh, this is the thing. This is, this is like I said, like all the kids under the roof and waking up and everybody's in pajamas that Santa got them and you know, old, but like so cozy and sweet and just seeing their like fresh out of bed faces, even in their like adult. Yes. States. Yeah. Just feeling happy in that like, Oh yeah. We didn't have to, you know, everybody just got to wake up like that. And it just, that, that little stuff was so cool. I do have to tell you one, well, two things on Christmas. One of the things we got Jehu when we were in um, Disneyland, we bought it covertly was a Harry Potter wand that he had wanted, but you know, he's in college and lives on his own. And the whole time he's like, I really want this, but it serves no purpose. It serves no purpose. Don't buy it. You can't afford it. It serves no purpose. And it was so cute. And so we had decided like, Oh, we're definitely going to do that because that'd be so fun. Cause he had, you know, like you could put it in your future classroom and all of this, this, all these things. So, um, he really didn't know that we had done it. And so when he opened it, it was like a really good little surprise. And it was such a moment of like being able to just say, um, I love that you are conscientious because that's where you're at in life. And sometimes it's fun to get something that serves no purpose, but just joy. It just brings you joy. And, and Joni, my mother-in-law was there and she said, Oh my God. Yes. Oh, something just because it brings you joy. And we just sort of all had this collective like moment of like, yes, the truth of that was like, oh, yes. oh my God, that is amazing. That's so great. I just was so, it just had that moment of, like I said, just sort of cut through the BS and yes. just like had this beautiful moment of truth that just kind of rested for a moment. So there was that. And then the other that we just, was amazing. We had bought Taya, his like long-term girlfriend, very serious, right? She's, we've definitely, um, she's part of the family. Uh, we had gotten her a ticket to Hamilton, uh, which is coming to Spokane in May. Uh And so we had wrapped it in an envelope and it just sort of says, you know, this like little certificate or whatever. And she opened it at first. She thought we were telling her that we were going. And she's like, that's great for you guys. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She's like, maybe you can get me a poster or something. Oh my God. And then connected the dots. 
And she, no kidding, head in hands, oh. started sobbing. Like and she's not a crier. And she's not a crier. Oh. And she just cried and just oh. said, this is the thing. I've been taking extra shifts to try to earn enough money to like buy myself a ticket. But then I realized even if I did that, that um, I couldn't afford another one and I didn't want to go by myself. Oh. And, and this was like the, th- the one thing, but it was too big of a thing to ever ask for. I could never ask for that. And so she's crying because she gets to go. And then she kind of pulls it. She sort of stops. And then she's like, I just, and she, then she starts crying. And this is, I'm going to summarize because she's been seen because we see Aww. her and we know her that well, that we, we would know that that's something she would want without her asking and she just had a moment of feeling so seen and loved and we just oh yeah oh, i yeah. mean my god we were just all crying like joni's crying we're crying noah's in the kitchen he's like mother trucker i'm crying <laughs> <laughs> like it was so beautiful it was so special it was those moments were just Yes. Priceless. Like I just, again, felt so fulfilled and it was just such a beautiful moment. Um, And the spirit of the moment, right? Yes. So (sighs) pardon me. It was really, it was that, those were really just beautiful little. Oh my gosh. Yes. We kind of just held in our hearts and felt like, okay, that's it. We're good. The end. Done. Yeah. And it's really, if you have the ability to stop in those moments and make them what they are, that is exactly what it's supposed to be. Like that's, that's what this season is. And, you know, another thing that was very challenging for me this year leading up to Christmas is um, I, you know, I've had a pretty significant, like, I won't say change of faith, but like definitely reevaluating what my faith is, what it means to me, you know, what do I think God is? Like, what do I think, you know, all these things. And this year, like a big thing for me was I do not believe that for me, I don't believe God is, um, a being that would create a hell that yeah. is suffering and torment and separation from him. And, you know, that's just not something that I can believe. And okay. so then, right before Christmas, I was like, okay, if that's true, then why was Jesus even born? Oh. <laughs> And but I really like for days, I finally one night, Jim and I were going to bed and I, it was like a light bulb. And I was like, I just realized I'm really struggling with Christmas because if I, all of these things that I've decided I really feel to be true about God are true, then why was Jesus even born? Is Jesus even, is Christmas real? And like just going through. Now I am a person that can be okay with the unknown. And so I'm okay with saying both of these things can be true. (laughs) Right. Yes. But um, it took me a few days, but 
in that, I was like, holy shit, what is Christmas even going to mean to me now if I, Mm -hmm. and it came down to its moments of love. That's who God is. That's who Jesus is. And that's what being seen and feeling seen by your family is. It's, it's the little moments of pure love and um, that's enough for me. Like, you know, yes, Yes. but it was a year of like searching and having to reinforce that in my mind. And that for me is what, one of the reasons that the season was just so off kilter was wow. Just the searching, you know, Yeah, it's very interesting. It's very true. I do hear that. There was definitely certain things that I'm like, Hmm, I think differently than I used to about fill in the blank, but you're right. That was the thing that was, I think that's why those different moments really struck um, yeah, because it was just like the small moments yeah, and that it was about being seen and being safe and loved yeah, in this space, in this moment that we are united, that we are for each other, yeah, you know, and so can support and love each other and, and just to be, to be seen yeah, and that you know, regardless, like, I think it, you know, I I've gotten cards that were just the expressions of feelings that had that same moment of like, Oh my God, I just feel so seen and so cared for. And that to me is, is the point. Yeah. Entirely. Absolutely. Oh, just, and, and being intentional, you know, I think this season of life for me, in the state of our world is like in order to really feel and live the good, it has to be intentional because it's not just happening. God, (laughs) it's true. And I mean, not to be so like Armageddon-ish about our world. Like that's not, it's just, that's not really the, the going feeling out there these days. It's, it's a very different place. So being intentional to, to see and feel and be the good and the love is. Yeah. Not to be a downer. Happy new year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is funny because, you know, of course, new year's comes with, um, I mean, even the, after we were howling because we had the TV on for the ball to drop. And the first commercial right after, Weight Watchers. <laughs> like, oh, my Lord. God damn it, you guys. Come on. <laughs> in the room. <laughs> it was like, well, shit. Okay. But it did have, um, I, you know, even with that, like a lot of, you know, oh, I just feel so hopeful. And I thought... I don't know what I feel, but it's not that real. Like I have to really find some intention. Yes. To kind of get there. Like yes. <laughs> oh, plentiful. Speaking plentiful. of in- yes. Speaking of intentions, let's talk about them. Yes. <clears throat> We're not big on resolutions or or whatever. No, I don't but- do resolutions. Yes. 
but I do do intentions. Yes. So funny story back in the old cult every year, the first Sunday service of the year, the pastor would stand up and declare a word of the year over the church, right? Like, and there would be this huge sign somehow incorporating crafted. Yes. Yes. Like this is a big deal thing happening. And one year, I can't even remember what the year was, but the, the sign was like the scene from Braveheart where yes, it was like with the sword and oh my lord. Um, oh my God. So it became kind of a cool thing to me though. Like having something over a season of your life that you could really focus your energy toward, right? Like this is the year of breakthrough, whatever that means. We're going to break through. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But like a central theme. And then after cult days ended, every New Year's, I still kind of had that like, oh, I really liked that. And then <clears throat> before it became cool to set an intention over your year, which I think a lot of people do now, um, I really, in my mind, that was something I still kept doing all the years. Sometimes really like focused and sometimes like, oh, this is the year of going to the lake every weekend, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Or set the intention for the year. And then the next year, look back and be like, did I ever think about that again? I do not believe so. (laughs) (laughs) But these last few years, um, I've definitely been more um, thoughtful about it and, and really kind of, it's almost like setting a goal of this is the principle I want to live by or really want to incorporate into my life this year or whatever. So that is what I do every year. Kind of the last couple of weeks of the year, I, I look back over the year and, you know, just kind of think, did I, did I really focus on that? Did I really follow my heart in the way that I wanted to? for that. No, yes. How, you know, just evaluate. And then I start thinking about what I want the next year to look like. What is your relationship with this concept? Yes. Well, I, uh, I'm definitely a goal setter. So that's not a new thing for me. Like that's, Mm -hmm. I do that with my work. I literally have a, a paper that I've written down, you know, super practical things. Um, goals, you know, that I put in, in my locker that I look at every day, you know, that I'm working and stuff, but I, the intentions, it personally has been kind of a, within the last few years thing. And last year I, um, mine was to follow your intuition. Yes. Oh, we had this conversation on the pod actually. We did. Holy shit. We've been doing this that long. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and I really feel like this has been a year of that. And I've had yes. reminders to do that, but um, it's been good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I've definitely felt like I've been trying to listen to that inner voice more. Yeah. Um, 
throughout this year. I also did in the spirit of looking back, because again, it's been such a rough ending. <laughs> uh, I did actually have, I followed some, something I posted years ago on Facebook. And I had said, if you haven't done this, look back through your pictures from this last year. Oh. And um, it will help you kind of see, remember things that, that you've done yes. or whatever. But it, it really, for me, brought um, a lot of gratitude of like, you know, that what we've gotten to do together and times and memories and whatever. Um, because I very, especially right now, I had felt very aware of the shit. Yes. And I needed to be reminded that like, oh, wow. Okay. We did have some really beautiful moments and things that were special and things that I'm really grateful for in the midst of that too. And so I did do that just a couple of days ago and it really did make me remind me of the good things and the gratitude as well. So that was another just little side note. Yes. I love that. Was helpful because. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you need the physical visual reminders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was good. But what about you? What was your last year's? And then if you're open to sharing for this year. Yes. So my this last year's, um, and this is something that Jim and I kind of do together. Um, so I mean, we each have our own thing, but we also kind of try to do either kind of package that up as a family thing or, you know, whatever. So this last year for him, it's so funny. The year before last for me was a year of like investing. Like I set my intention that it would be like a year of investing in myself and, you know, whatever. And then um, last year I was like, okay, well on the heels of that, I would like this year to be a year of fruition. Like some of the mm. self-investment that I'm doing begin to kind of come. And a year of, um, I knew like Elle was going to be graduating. And, you know, just a lot of work over the years was going to be coming to a place of um, kind of resolve. And so that was the intention that I set. I feel like that definitely was the case in a lot of things. Um, but it definitely also felt like a continuation of sewing into myself and investing in, yeah. in me, like starting therapy and um, just really focusing on me and, you know, having a child leave the home and, you know, become responsible for themselves as an adult opened up some room for me to, to give to myself and to focus on myself. So, um, that definitely became really the overshadowing. So I would say that my intention was maybe like a year delayed, like, sure, (laughs) sure, sure. Um, I, I definitely realized this, that, it wasn't as much fruition as I hoped for, but it was definitely a continuation of like digging in. And that looked like my personal relationships, my friendships, my, um, you know, dreaming about my future and deciding to go to school and a lot of things. And 
I think that I accomplished what my hope was and that was to um, really bloom myself, like really start to blossom in myself, um, which feels really good. Yeah. So what do you think? Oh, so this next year is a two-pronged situation. (laughs) Um, We are, Jim and I really, we have a lot going on. We have a lot of um, kind of big changes coming up. And some of them are still kind of in the works. And so I'm not going to, like, dive all into the details yet but soon um but so you know i will be doing school jordan will be getting his license like there are a lot of big things happening yeah and um so jim and i really wanted to even more than usual kind of set our intention for this year to be on the same page and um Gosh, we were just going back and forth, back and forth of like, it feels like this, it feels like this, you know, what is blah. Um, and then the other night he was like, it just feels like a year of unburdening. Wow. And I was like, oh, yes. Wow. And I know that seems like a very big thing and it feels like a very big year ahead of us but just um to unburden ourselves from a lot of things and not necessarily even bad things but just a time of like really release and this last year for him was a year of really sewing and work he was constantly you know just working really hard and sowing seeds of all kinds of things in his work life. And then um, he has some goals um, and dreams about golf and his future in that. And he's been working very hard and very focused on, you know, his five-year plan for whatever all of that is. And so it's been a lot of working on his part. And so um It just feels like some of those things are coming together in a way that is just going to lift a lot of burdens, Mm. um, not only for him, but for our family. And um, I just, I would love to feel at the end of this next year, like 50 pounds lighter of sure fat. That would be great. (laughs) But also, <laughs> just lighter from the weights of the this past 20 years of adulthood. Jim and I will celebrate our 20th anniversary this year. Um, you know, just some things like that. And it, I would love to look back at at the end of the year and say we really took a lot of rocks out of our backpack of life. And, um, yeah. So, and then along with that, for me, my personal way that I feel like will help me with that is just living in gratitude Mm. and 
So that's kind of my personal intention for this year is to just at every turn, find the little moments to, to really show gratitude for how far we've come, how much has transpired in our lives, my life and celebrate. So yeah, that's, that's my sermon for they like it. It's good. I feel that. I'm like, man, I want some unburdening too. I'll take some of that. Take it. I'll take a little bit of that. Just let it wash over me too. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful. I love that. Thank you. What about you? Mine, um, some of it is feels a, a continuation. Mm-hmm. I... I want to continue to listen to my inner voice. Yes. God in me. Right. Yes. Like I, I want to be able to, um, give my body and spirit more of what it needs. Yeah. And in order to do that, I have to be listening mm. and be willing to do the things right. That I'm feeling. So, um, one of the things I felt super strongly is um, to let down some of my self-preservation tendencies because I, that's a big one for me. Like I don't like asking for help. I don't like getting help. I don't like letting people, um, I like people letting people love me, but I don't, if it means that they're going out of their way for me, like that's hard for me. That's hard for me to receive, um, which is such a stupid thing, but it is true. Uh, even I know you've said before, like compliments or whatever, like I'm work. I, I, I think a lot of that stuff goes back into that self-preservation tendencies. And so, um, So just being willing to listen to what I need, to what my body needs, because that's one too, I will say I've really put on the back burner and I, and not, this makes it, I I'm heavier than I've been in a long time and I, I'm not comfortable in that. And so it's not about like, I need to whatever, but like for somebody else, yeah. But like, I feel like it really is a physical representation of my unwillingness to listen to what my, what I need and make room for that. Yeah. That I haven't um, given to myself in some of those practical ways. And so for me, a lot of that does come back to like some of that self-preservation stuff yeah. or worthiness stuff of like, I can take that time. And if that means that that puts some responsibility on someone else's shoulders or I need help to finish fill in the blank, then so be it. Um, and honestly, even to let myself take a breath and trust that letting down isn't going to make the world crumble because I feel that so much that if I take that, time that somehow it means that all these plates spinning are just going to fall or 
that somehow I'm not going to be there for my people or something. And, and I need to be able to trust that I too can take a breath and that the world is not going to crumble and that I also am on the list. And I know we've touted that and, and I've come a long way in certain ways, but like as a stupid, this is stupid, but as a stupid example, I was, I trade hair services with another one of my girlfriends that is at the salon and for months she said do you want me to put color on your roots do you want me to let's do that real quick and no I'll do no no it's okay I've got to go to this that and the other and always kind of running always I gotta go I don't have time I can't make time da, da, da. and that's just whatever but I was doing my hair the other day and I looked from behind because what what ends up happening then is I will do it in the middle of the night I will do color like at the front and on my part and whatever, but I won't worry about the back stuff because I'm like, yeah, we'll get it at some point. Well, I have like four inches of grow out on the entire backside of my head, which whatever, literally no one sees that except for me, but it did have a moment for me that I realized what it really represented is my unwillingness to accept care and love and time for myself for something that I care about. Yeah. And, and four inches is a solid four months (laughs) of that. Right. Like that's for me knowing my hair, my whatever. Yeah. And that is ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And again, I recognize it's only hair. It's not whatever, but and I've taken care of myself in other ways that I've needed to, but I, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've been at a place that unless my hair is on fire, yeah, I, you know, unless my body is like you physically, I will not let you go on. Yeah, then I will pay attention. But until it hits that point, it's about all the other things that need to happen. Yeah, and this year I need to that that needs to stop. Yeah, that it just. I get to have things that are, that are important to me. I get to have, um, joy and I get to have joy regardless of what my body looks like. That's, that's the other part that I know that. Yeah. Whether it's where I want it to be or not, I can be in the moment and have fun. And I know that that's true. And that is something that I need to continue to remind myself of too. But that the world is not going to crumble for me to say this is something I need. Yeah. And um, to take care of myself and to hear what, what it is that I, whether it's my soul, my spirit, my, my body, my whatever. Like, and I know it's not all about me, but, but that it's okay that it is a little bit sometimes. Yeah. And I just had that especially in this year that has become a whirlwind about other people and the trauma that they're going through and trying to take care of people, um, which is important and valuable. And I do not regret. Uh, I do realize that one of the things that, that has been a side effect of that is that I have not 
I have not had the time or ability to, to care for myself in a way that, that I also need. Yeah. So for this year, um, I, I'm trying to, you know, not trying, I, I feel to kind of re-up that commitment to do. Yeah. To. Sorry for blubbering. Don't ever be sorry for blubbering. I think that as you were talking, I'm hearing partially you saying, I'm going to allow myself to be worthy of what I need this year. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to come at a cost to somebody else. Right. It just has to be you letting yourself also be on the table. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes when shit is going like it's been going for you for these months, there's almost a feeling of if I let down right now, I don't know if I can get back up. Yep. And... That's not true for you. Uh-huh. I mean, I know you. There's always a getting back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But even if you didn't, like, even if it was a couple of weeks, sure, the world isn't going to crumble. You know, yeah. like you said, you get to be, you have to be on the table. You have to be. Like, at the top of the priority list. And I know, like, we talk about it for young moms or, you know, whatever. You have to take care of yourself so that you can take care of your family. You know, that that whole thing. But that applies in all realms of life. Like, you have to be okay so that you can be there for your family but not like you have to be okay so that you can be okay right (laughs) yeah no it's a hundred percent true that was one that um we were meeting with some family about this situation with this couple and um you know, in the beginning, it was all about the two people right? Yeah. and needing that to be okay and needing that to what have you. And it was like the rest of us, it just doesn't, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, they're a little stronger and uh-huh. now we're, we had to look and I said, I feel like it's like in a being in a, in a bad accident, car accident, mm-hmm. right? At first the adrenaline is pumping and you're just going to the immediate need. And then it's not until that adrenaline comes down that you feel the full extent of your own injuries. Yes. And I think that's, that's what I'm currently seeing um, within our family is, and for myself now is like, Oh, (laughs) I'm feeling some of the extent of my own injuries. Yeah. And it's time. I have to. 
I have to take care of, of yeah. that. Just like Aaron, just like the kids, just like, yes. you know, it's, it, it's by no means am I saying instead of, or at someone's expense, exactly. but I certainly, um, I too <laughs> exactly need to yeah. take care of and let myself feel and deal with the full extent of the injuries. Yeah. Well, and isn't it just shitty as heck that it's not just the in the immediate injuries, but also like the broken bones from the last accident that get right. kind of <laughs> resurface and it's like, oh yeah, this hurts right now. And also it's it's yeah. reminding me of that wound. From that however hurt. long ago yeah. that it's true. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, life. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> yes. This sucks, but thanks. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think that's yeah. wonderful that you are aware and so vulnerable to be able to say, like, this is, this is, I got to keep going. I got to keep doing this for myself. And, and you are worthy of all of it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It feels good. It's part of why I wanted to share even because I felt like just even being vulnerable and being willing to say the things that feel stupid or feel self-indulgent or whatever, like that, that is also part of it as part of that. It's important. And I want to also be, you know, um, one that can also help if that encourages someone else. Yeah. That, that maybe feels similarly that just having, hearing someone else have be brave enough to say those words, yeah, you know, to say those things can give them bravery or yeah. courage or encouragement is important. Definitely. <clears throat> Definitely. I was, um, when I was looking back over this year, I was remembering one of our first episodes that you and I did together, the friendship episode which is still has the most listens of any episode we've ever done. The one where I blubber and break down. It's amazing. (laughs) Like hundreds more than any other episode. I'm like, where did this, who shared this somewhere? They're like, listen to this lady break down. It's viral. (laughs) It's viral. (laughs) Um, But that was a turning point in my life. Like you totally not even, it wasn't even like the subject or I think it was like we were done with the episode and I was, we were just still recording and I was like, I'm struggling. I don't know what's wrong with me in this episode. I am struggling. Yeah. And you just made a comment that didn't, wasn't coming from a place of like, it it, it, it didn't, you didn't realize the weight that it uh-uh. carried. No, exactly. Yeah. And it just hit me square between the eyes and truly started a snowball effect of some very big changes that I needed to make and wanted to make over this last year. And um, just out of the faithfulness of friendship. And I'm so, so grateful to you 
that we always joke that you're an asshole and <laughs> that you can say not you're not an asshole that you can sometimes say some asshole things which I don't I would never really call them that because <clears throat> sometimes hard truth is just hard truth but it comes so naturally to you to be able to say hard truth that sometimes you don't even realize yeah what you're saying is the hard truth somebody needs to hear and that and you did that for me and I'm just so grateful and I'm so grateful that it's recorded and I get to go back and hear it like <laughs> literally this is the day my life started changing wow. and that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So thank you. I'm still a little mad at you, but <laughs> that's okay. Put it, put it on my tab. I've got, I just discovered I've got a few others, so it's fine. <laughs> no way. No way. Oh, it's, you know, the faithfulness of a friend is a very big gift. So, oh, well, thank you for being a faithful friend to me too. I appreciate it. You are welcome. So here's to 2022. Yes. Unburdening ourselves. That's right. You can borrow that. You can borrow that anytime you want this. I will. It's a good (laughs) verb. It's actually good verbiage for, I think, partly of what I'm feeling too. That same thing. Right. Like, yes. Freeing ourselves and freeing. Honestly, I as I was doing research on the word um, unburdening, it mostly talks about lifting the burdens of another person. Mm. And um, I am a natural giver. Like that's just something that in my life, that's what kind of sparks life in me is giving to other people, whether that's materially or otherwise. Like I... That's something that I love is giving. And when I'm having a hard day and I really can't pull myself out of a funk, like I'll send a friend a Starbucks card or, you know, like that I have learned, like that gives me life. And Mm. so I'm not this great person that's always going around blessing people. Like it's literally like, oh my God, I feel like shit. Who needs something here? Take it. (laughs) it's amazing though that's (laughs) so but anyway it I think that was as I was researching about unburdening and seeing that it um so often refers to um lifting another person's burden for them it I was just like oh this feels so right because that is what gives me life like Mm -hmm. Helping lift somebody else's burden also lifts my burden. And it just feels so right. And part of some of the changes coming in our life is a greater ability to give. And it's just so, it's such a gift to me. Like, I'm so grateful. And that is for me where the gratitude comes in too. Why am I on this tangent? I don't know, but you can borrow my unburdening. That's why. 
I like it and I will. <laughs> I was over here preaching a sermon about I don't know what. But, um, no, I. It's the gift. It's it's just the gift of having people is yeah. Um, being able to see my friend Nicole is carrying the weight of a thousand men and I want to share my unburdened with her. You know, I want to be there for her or whoever it's, I mean, obviously this is a tough season for you. So I feel that very strongly. And I, I want even this, our time every week of talking and living and laughing and loving live, laugh, love, (laughs) um, to be able to be part of that for you. And we record this podcast and it's like meant to be relatable and encouraging to whoever wants to listen to it. But my goal for it this year is that it's our intimate friendship, wherever each of us are. Um, And if people relate to it and want to hear it, fine. Yeah. (laughs) And, but it's what you and I need. Yeah. Like it's our time that neither one of us let each other skip because we both desperately need it. And (laughs) it's true. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I hope that it helps to lift the burden for you and for whoever else hears and needs to hear it. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Anywho, I'm straight rambling, so it's okay. Thank you. I I hope that this does. I hope that it's something that encourages other people too. Yeah. Well, we're at one hour, and so we have to cut off. And my husband would be so mad that we didn't keep going and stretch. <laughs> It feels complete though. It feels it feels like a good like this is a good and then we'll Exactly, Jim. <laughs> it's we'll a natural wrap up. That's right. We'll revisit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sharing your life. I know that's it's difficult, but I appreciate that you are being vulnerable. Yeah, thank you for thank you for caring. Thank you for listening. Um, I know that I know that we're not the only ones, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. These streets are hard. (laughs) (laughs) These streets are hard. There you go. (laughs) These suburban streets are hard. (laughs) Full of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Well, I love you. Yeah. Here we are, just loving. All right, you guys, have a good week. Happy, happy new century.